how's uh how's everything going with work? I mean, everything going good? Uh, yeah, at the beer cool. can factory. Beer can factory's going good. We're putting sleeves That's on. Good. Actually, you know, I've been doing some research and coming from Harley. You know, when I started working with Harley, and I'll get yeah. to beer cans. So I'm gonna start with Harley. <laughs> um, Perfect. It was so popular. It was so popular back then, man. Um, and that's how I got into it. I started riding, and that the school commercial comes on. I'm like, oh, I want to do that, and I get into it. And so this beer can thing is kind of a lot like it. I get through school, I get out, and get a job, and it's like after one or two years, all of a sudden, it's like the end of the fad. And so now I'm at this warehouse, and right. I can see how. The, the beer canning has dropped off significantly um, for brewing. And I kind of poke around, and I'm seeing articles of how, like, you know, craft beers slowing down. I saw another article where one of the breweries local to our old stomping grounds over at Burnt Hickory is closing. Yeah. And so I can tell, I can see it. But luckily, the folks I work for also do glass, so they're involved with wine and some of the bigger liquors too. So that's something that's going to change. But man, I can see that similar thing where this thing was hyped out and it was jamming. And yeah. then I get into it and it's like it's starting to fade a little bit. I'm like, what's going on? It's a funnel but effect. It, yeah. But yeah, it's gone well. I got lucky. I had some hiccups that I had to take care of there, but everything's smooth. So no, works good, man. Um, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. It's a little bit of, it's like a, I finally got a blessing in that. It's uh, great, man. I always, no, no, you, always, you deserve it, man. Right? I mean, we used to grind together, man, all the way back I know to it. Hester Gutters. I mean, you name it. You, we, we sure. did it. Landscape. We were talking about it before. I have no problem hanging a gutter if I need to. Right. If this current job doesn't work out, I mean, I might have to sling <laughs> a little gutter. You know? I don't want to do gutters ever again. <laughs> if I don't have to carry them ladders ever again, I'll be okay. Oh shit, that's funny. I tell you, I got off the phone call today, and I was super pissed off because, uh, I, yeah, I just got off the phone call. I was super mad at this guy because he was talking down to me and shit. And I just was, I did push-ups. I was surprised. I did like twenty-five push-ups. I was like, yes, I can do twenty-five push-ups without stopping. That's pretty good. Because I don't, I don't work out. I don't like lift weights really. I run, but that's about it, you know. So hold on, you were getting frustrated with him. When did the push-ups happen? During or after the phone call? Directly after. <laughs> I, I I stormed down. Okay, so I was upstairs with uh -huh. Olivia, and um, Jen was going to get dinner at Chick Fil A, and um, so Olivia's in her room, uh, like cleaning her room. I'm making her clean her room because, like, four days straight, she just will not clean it. It's like. Clean your room! Yeah. So, so I'm making her clean her room, and she's already, like, acting like... And I'm, I think you you might can relate to this. If anyone can relate to this, I think maybe you can. My daughter gets so scared of me. Like, she looks at me like I am the most evil human being in the world. Like, like oh, my God, what yeah. are you doing? You know, like... Yeah. And when I'm mad, she, she is just... She steers clear, and... And I've never said anything mean to her. I'm not. I'm not a mean guy to her. I. I don't. You know, she sees me talk to other people. I suppose, but um, and this guy really was. He was really. He got under my skin. I. I had a cell phone number, and I called the cell phone number. It was for a shoe store in New York City. And I called a shit. I called the cell phone number that I have, and it was for his wife. 
It is. Yeah. I, I so I, I call. I say it's Gina there. It's not really the name, but whatever. And um, he goes, "Is who there?" I said, "Gina." He said, "Well, this is Gina's husband." And I said, "Oh, okay. Well, can I speak with Gina, please?" And he said, "This is my cell phone." And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. The information I had says it's Gina's cell phone. I apologize, doctor. Or no, he hadn't told me he's yeah. a doctor yet." And he goes, but this is my personal cell phone, and I'm an oncologist. And I was like, well, I, I, I yeah, I'm sorry for you know calling the wrong phone number, but um, yeah, <laughs> if it's possible, I can just get a message to your wife or set up a meeting or something. That'd be great. I'm just trying to help you guys with your back to school promotions, you know. Yeah, I, 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 the whole time I'm like, I got a reason to call you, dude. So don't act like an asshole. And <laughs> oh, well, he just all wrong now. <laughs> oh, he did too. He was like, listen. I feel bad for you. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to feel bad for me, man. I mean, I'm just, you know, if you get a message to your wife, that'd be fine. And he was like, um, he's like, my wife would never do business with you. And I said, why would, I said, why wouldn't your wife ever do business with? Well, because you didn't check your cell phone number. And I said, so you're, I said, so your wife would never do business with someone who called her husband's cell phone? That doesn't make sense, Dr. You know, and, and he was yeah. like, and by this point, he's so fucking mad. And I'm trying to let him go. But at the same time, I'm like, if you could just give me her number, if you could get me to her I'm voicemail. Still trying, I'm still trying to make this sell, Holly. You're still on the fucking phone, aren't you, buddy? So yeah. if you're on the phone, I'm going to keep trying. I mean, otherwise, I don't want to fucking talk to your old fucking ass. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, I'm not here to be scolded. Well, but that's he what he doctor, wanted to do. You know. <laughs> right. I'm like, you know what? My mom has an oncologist, and I'm glad you guys exist. But you should be glad I exist too, motherfucker, because I can yeah, that's good. make your I'll wife's know. shoe store make money. Yeah, and we both know there's easier ways to get off the phone with someone if you don't want to deal with them than to continue to right. talk to them. <laughs> right. In like two minutes, he just spit trying to talk down to me. Yeah, he knew that, got apparently. So. He <laughs> did. And, then, and I got mad. And I came downstairs and was like, because this guy was strong. Oh, he was. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't think you're listening to me. Like, oh, dude, come yes. on, man. Like, like, no, you're not listening, sir. You're not you're listening, not sir. Listening. Like, not and he won't say my you. name. I've told him my name like three times on the call. I'm like, I'm Joey, sir. My name is Joey. And he's yeah. like. He's like, sir, you're not listening to me, sir. You're not listening. I'm like, no, you're the one who's not listening. You're just talking to hear yourself talk. But, yeah, I got mad at him, and we, we kind of yelled. I, I, I yelled, uh, and Olivia was probably a little scared of me. But I was surprised that I got 25 push-ups, so that was pretty nice. That is good. He put the energy. I was so impressed. You need to thank him for that. In Absolutely. I guess that, was the, I guess that was the purpose of the call. But uh, I did. I mean, it did make me feel. I, I, I don't know. I guess I kind of like getting calls like that because it can't, it can't get much worse, you know. So like, yeah, right. It's yeah. got to go up from here. Right. Keep throwing it at me because eventually I'm gonna be like, okay, this one's gonna suck too. Come on with it. Just right. dial all day, you know. <laughs> Never right. fucking stop. Eventually, someone will be like, dude, you really like it when it sucks, don't you? I'll buy some shit from you. <laughs> That's funny shit. Them dudes I worked with up at Knoxville Harley. They're all a bunch of military, and this must be one of their sayings. It's embrace the suck. So when times are tough, that's what they're like. You just got to embrace it and work through that. And that's what it's you true. got to do, man. Embrace it. Oh, shit. Yes. Some of the best lessons are learned, you know, that patience and the things that will help land that next cell. So, 
I mean, I know that I'm good at my job, and I know I can get there. (laughs) But for the last six years, I haven't really sold anyone, you know? Haven't had You were managing people at (laughs) to. Well, or bidding. Bidding on jobs or negotiating jobs. Right. That type of deal. You know. Post-sales, post-making the agreement, or initial contact and stuff. Definitely did post interest. Definitely, they yeah. are they're interested. We're we're good to go. My job now is straight. Just it's chilly, willy cold, man. It's cold as shit. Like freezer box cold, man. I keep fans on me because I want to stay cold. It's so damn cold in here. And these calls are cold as hell. They're like you're with who? <laughs> A little. My name's Joey. Are <laughs> oh, you froze up? Ah, we're back on the call. Yeah, yeah. I think I got, with it being a Wi-Fi, I might need to let that frequency flow a little more freely. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rub upstairs, grab some aluminum foil. I'm going to wrap it around my router, and we'll come back. Mm. <laughs> you know, you can say, if you got if you got an FM antenna, can wrap it around it and put it up on the wall with a with a thumbtack. <laughs> then the whole wall's an antenna, in a yeah. sense. Well, you know, you got to find the parts of the wall that are like this right here. We got a it's a magnet. There's a magnet. Boom! Boom! Now your whole house is an antenna. <laughs> now you've got your whole house is a Wi-Fi antenna. <laughs> Life hacks. Yeah, you go. Life hacks. I love how life hacks sometimes are harder than just the normal way of doing. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like spider router. You know, do you have twenty extra minutes and four empty two liters of Coca Cola? Because I have a life hack for you. <laughs> it's gonna save you a ton of time. <laughs> and it's gonna get rid of those four two liter bottles you got. Nah, I mean, I've been trying to do that for a while. <coughs> I remember when I was a kid, my dad used to just take two liter bottles and fill them up with water and throw them in the like garage. Yeah. And I was like, "Why are you doing this?" And, oh, we never run out of water. You know, like <laughs> well, we're gonna run out of water. Awesome. I didn't yeah, know that was a problem. He was. I guess he was kind of prepping or whatever. But you know, it was like the nineties. Who's prepping in the night? I guess. In the 90s, Y2K. nobody prepping. What Y2K nobody. prepping, maybe. Yeah. Good thing Y2K came up after the 90s because wasn't nobody buying that shit. People were fucking running that credit card and buying the cheapest plastic piece of shit, anything they could find. and Because they knew if it broke, they could go get another one instantly. That's yeah. what the 90s was. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what the 210s were. That's what it's been up until pretty much COVID. Yeah. Everything's fucking dirt cheap. Everybody's making plenty of money. Everything's easy. That's why they stopped that but, shit, right? Well, <laughs> the supply chain broke down somehow because some fake fucking sickness. Isn't that the lie that we were told? All of a sudden, I like the one with like chickens. They're like, yeah, all the chickens are dead. That's why eggs cost so much and there's no chicken. It's like, where the fuck did they go? Like, <laughs> they were here yesterday. Wood, there's no wood. Wood's expensive. Where the fuck did the trees go? They were cutting down the day before. They're still there. The people cutting them down. 
Well, but what's crazy is like you talk about wood. Wood's expensive, right? Like, okay, you're right. Wood is expensive, and it's rising, right? Yeah. So, and it's just like so. Apple is a stock, and it might be rising as well, right? Yeah. But like me and you can go buy Apple. We're retail investors. We can just go get Apple. But how the fuck yeah. do we invest in lumber? I guess we have to just go to. We'd have to find lumber companies and you have to find and, a commodities a, futures like a, dealer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you got to find a commodities futures dealer, and they charge like a motherfucker. And, and they're gambling. I, they don't even know. They're guessing, right? They don't know. You're, yeah, they're selling you. They, well, you're they're gambling. They're the you're they're your casino, pretty much. You know. Yeah. I actually looked oh, into that because my wife was like, "You should uh, look into buying grape futures because grapes are going to be down and peaches are about to be down for this season. Like, there's not and there's going to be a shortage in uh, wines and." Like American wines because grapes, <laughs> because of an early frost this year and shit, yeah. which made me think of like trading, you know, trading places and you know, buying orange juice concentrate and all that. There's orange juice concentrate and pork bellies. They there's a bunch of them. There's a few commodities. <laughs> pork bellies. <laughs> pork bellies are bacon. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I did find a commodities like a like a commodities like Robin Hood, you know, online. But who yeah. knows if they're you know if that shit's legit. So we got COVID. That's like where we're at now, right? Or we're just kind of coming out of COVID, right? I think even the president said COVID's over. Yes, yeah, so from my understanding, COVID's over. like it hadn't even been a month, probably. But yeah, this shit's over with. So the next thing, so we're in the next whatever. COVID's over. We're in next, whatever it is. What is, you're saying the whatever, like the next. The next fuck job. Story, the next thing the that. The next big distraction. Right. Whatever. I got you. The next thing. Is it UFOs? The next period. Boy, I think that's hit, the distraction. I think that is a distraction. They're hitting them UFOs hard. They want you to hit them. Yeah, those UFOs hard. Well, and then here with that. <laughs> so. That's funny because this is what I was kind of thinking about too with like our discussion, and that was one subject because because my thing with UFOs is I want them to be real because I want to check that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like I like the idea of it. You know what I'm saying? I want to take a ride on this starship. You know? That's sure, not, sure, awesome. But it's like they're saying they have it, and they've had it, and it's been kept a secret. But so then, why now is it not a secret from the government and? They want to ramp up discussion, you know, and, and I can't help but think distraction, you know. Well, it's like, because wow. they have, the government has a bunch of secrets. Whether, I mean, you can be a conspiracy theorist or not, the government does have a bunch of secrets that they know and you don't, and they can release it at will. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm... <coughs> yeah, there's definitely I mean, a that, lot of knowledge that is suppressed. And I think they, I think, man, they should... I don't know. There's a reason why they don't. Whatever that may be, control, I mean, power, control. Money. What would the country feel of? What would the country feel if if we knew that the CIA killed JFK? Right now, it would be like I think a lot of people do know that. <laughs> I do too, but I don't think, <laughs> I think that. They do know it. What about and they just released the? What if they released the actual stuff to do it? Because. I mean, I think at one point Trump was even saying he was going to release all the information from it, but... Well, isn't that what the pandemic was? They were messing with people to see how much they would take before they freak out and come back at them, and it looks like a lot. 
Did you actually know anybody that got it? What's that? COVID. That oh, you say actually got it? I just think it was the flu. So yeah, um, and, and the test said it. But at the same time, I mean, I, the guy that made the test said it was to test for the flu. So basically, it confirmed you had the flu. No, my so aunt, you had my aunt, you had COVID. I don't know that I did, but I did. Okay, real quick, the rundown on that. I sure. got sick. I got sick, but I got sick way before, like not way before, but real early. And me and my wife, once it came out, we, we backtracked it. And, you know, the time so frame that it happened is that the whole family, except for me, went down to the Georgia Aquarium. And mm. everyone that went on that trip got sick. Every single person that went to the aquarium that day got sick. And they got bad sick. So it started with my sons and my wife. And then I got it. And I did notice that lack of taste and stuff. But once again, I attribute that to the flu. I, I, I don't know that it was COVID. Um, and so... And I obviously like I no one got bad. terrible, you know. No, not real bad. But it was like a week or so um, of feeling real bad. And, and like I said, the loss of uh, smell and tastes. Okay, so that was me. And that was like in 19, though. Or, or early. It was before... They were even really talking about it. It's like at all. February, like February. Yes, it was in February. Was when the trip okay. was exactly right. Okay, and then I, I traveled go, in February too. So yeah, I hear you. Yeah, and then I go on a few more years later. Or I say that was about the time after that that I got the job in Knoxville. So I travel up there, and about a year into that, my aunt gets sick, and I mean she's crazy sick. Now let me back this up just a hair. She smokes cigarettes, you know, she's, she's older, smokes cigarettes, lots of cigarettes, been doing it for a while. All the risk factors. All the things. He doesn't eat well. Um, yeah, all the risk factors. And she got sick as sick can be. Now, she was worried, but didn't want to go to the hospital because she didn't like to talk of the respirator stuff and how that was going. So she took the damn horse stuff, man. My cousin went and bought from the co-op. The horse medicine. And I seen it in the tube. The horse medicine. Oh, was it ivermectin? Is that what it was? Ivermectin? I, or hydrochloric? I'm not sure. Yeah, ivermectin, whatever. Whichever one that right. was like a horse dewormer. They kept saying, this is a horse <laughs> dewormer. And it, hey, that's what it was or whatever. But she took it, dude. And she said after she took that, she got better. It took her about two weeks. She was sick. Really? She got better. And she was. I was like, so how do you feel now? And she's like, I feel different. She's like, I've never felt like this before. And she got better. And uh, <clears throat> it was crazy, man. It was crazy. But it, it, that medicine was hard on her, too. But they say it's like an anti-parasite dewormer or whatever. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember. She took it and said, you know, it, it kind of amped up the sickness. I, I would say, to describe how she said, like, it made her a little sicker feeling. But um, she was worried that she was going to die. She couldn't breathe. It was horrible. And she got better from it, man, and said that she's never felt that good in her life after after that. Or uh, not in her life, in wow. her older age. Yeah, right. so that's a crazy little testimony to that. And so I don't know. I, I have no clue. But this is from her. And uh, like I said, I witnessed so, it. I was there the whole time. You know any, did you did you take any, any of the shots? No, no shots, shots, no medicine. And I did not get sick. Ever again. I, I right. can't say that since that time I was talk, talking about first, I have not gotten sick with any kind of nasal, mucus, congestion, whatever. I, and I think that's crazy because I felt like every year I would get, you know, the once a year cold or whatever at least. 
But right. I feel like I haven't gotten anything since then. And, uh, you know, maybe the, the children, my children have, but I can't say that my wife has either since we were all real sick. Well, none of us have been that sick again. Which, who knows? It, like, you know, if we go with what they're saying, once you have it and you beat it, you have the antibodies, you know, you're good to go. Right. Well, I mean, I took the jabs. I took the um, Pfizer. Uh-huh. I I took it. My wife took it. I mean, but I mean, Olivia took it. And uh, we never got sick. And you never we did? traveled. No, I traveled. I went to New York. I went to Philly during the pandemic. Uh, yeah. We'll turn 21 during 2021. And Brayden, of course, you know, we traveled together. We went to Philly and to New York together. And he joined, you know, the Air Force. And it was required to join the Air Force because, remember, they had the government mandate. Right. So, so at that point, luckily we had already, you know, taken it and did all that. So, um, I never, I'd honestly, when I first took it, um, I felt really good. Like right after really? I took it, like when I, like the first day I had a headache and the next day I, I ran harder than normal. I worked out harder. I was for like a week and a half. I was probably, I felt shot out of a cannon. I will say. And I thought it was the antibodies is that's what was kind of the thing that that was right around the time that like, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, we had, maybe I had, maybe it's mental where you saw like Trump going, I feel great with this stuff. You know I mean? Cause yeah, a lot right. of people yeah. said that, you know, when they took the antibodies, they were good, you know, and like they felt good, but I never got sick. Now I, no, there were weed vapes the whole time. So there were plenty of times I thought I couldn't fucking breathe, right. but you know, yeah. I just, right. Yeah, it just didn't didn't hit it for a couple of minutes, and I was fine. <laughs> right. You know, but I remember being like super paranoid and being like stoned with Jen and be like, "Do we have COVID?" <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, it just for like five minutes, and then like, you know. Yeah, I gotta say, you know me though. Like, I never want to believe anything. What I, what I don't. Always had a problem with authority. Never wanted to hear the rules. Never liked any of that. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Whatever you say is wrong. I'm going to rebel against it. I felt like I was. I feel like I'm strong. Like, and I didn't. And I felt like my family's strong and we're good. So, like, I didn't think that they would even whatever they could do to me through an through yeah. a vaccine. You know, I, I didn't really. I didn't feel scared. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, you know, this came from, um, and I hate that I have some of these facts and uh, I can't quote them. I know it was from a news radio show, you know, in Atlanta in the morning, and I don't know where they quoted it from, but it was saying that pretty much all the deaths, 90, 99% or so of the deaths came from people that were like 50 and older, right. predisposed. <laughs> you know, even you count them up, which is, that's a crazy number. And then there's the other thing with fudging the numbers of, of who died with COVID and who didn't, you know, so. I remember I like, everyone knows that that's out, that that was a paid thing. And, and the whole New York thing, you know. Big deal with medicine. Like, or is someone getting paid to tell you something? You know, like. I mean, Andrew Cuomo was kind of caught doing it. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. you can't say it didn't happen when he was caught doing it. Just like, yeah. you know, you talk about. Fauci and everything when it first happened where they said that the masks wouldn't help you. I mean, that right there, I kind of, I feel some type of way about because I think people should have kind of been smart enough to read between the lines <laughs> yeah. that he's telling you masks don't help because he doesn't want you to go buy all the masks <coughs> yeah. because 
he's scared that we're gonna need him, you know, and and like he couldn't say that because then everybody's gonna go buy the mass, and so that's why they did what they did. That, that like, like sometimes you have to lie. I I get that, and I understood that lie to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, I remember sitting in the living room with Jen saying like he's lying, but it's for the better good. Right, but is that is that, is that a good thing to do? Uh is that a good thing to do? And and that being said, too, you know, the mask, I, I don't believe in the, the efficacy of mask because of the simple math on the size of the particle and the size of the particles that can pass through the mask. Um, once again, numbers, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's out there. You can look it up. It's been repeated. But it's some like the hole is 10 times bigger than... Uh, than the particle, so the particle is going to pass right through it. Still, could it help a little bit? Yes. One thing that came out about those masks, though, was folks were wearing them and not changing them and keeping it on their face. And if they were sick, they're wearing it and breathing it in. And and no one ever went into that. Those were definitely not designed to be worn for any extended period of time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I think problems were caused there. Yeah, it was just mismanaged bad. I and, mean, and, at my and, and, job, I could not go to my job without wearing a mask. Right. So, like, until I went in my office and shut the door, yeah. I had to wear a mask. And everybody, and I will say, I when I talk about people, did I know people that got sick with COVID? Yes. But at the same time, that seed of doubt is there because everybody, because I know our company gave you certain incentives to stay home if you had COVID. Yes, right. So it's like, oh, yeah, if you had it. COVID, you had two weeks off. Even if you're a warehouse worker, you ain't never had two weeks off. Yeah, right. Paid. But you're about to get two weeks off paid. That can happen three times in my company. It happens to Six guy that works weeks for me. paid. The guy that works for me, my lead, had it twice. He was out for two weeks. He was in the hospital too, though. Yeah. And then another time he got it, but he was only in for like four days. But he was out for yeah, a total of four weeks. I mean, that's the that, and, and most people at my job that were permanent people spent all six weeks. They used them all. Yeah, yeah. Because hey, you're not firing me, and what are you going? You know, I people are blatant. Essential. You know, yeah, people are blatant about essential. that shit. But in my situation, there was no quick way or benefit way or cheat way to get it because of just how I'd been working before self-employed working with other people 1099 da, da, da. it was easier for me and, and more enjoyable by all means to go to work you know I, I'm the type of person I gotta do something I need to show something I don't judge my days how good it was by how much work I got out of I judge it by how much work I got done you know what I'm saying right. and, and that's different for all you know everybody's different but I've met and know folks they are like, a good day to them is they avoided doing anything. It's like, ah, <laughs> is it really that good, though? And how much more energy did you spend avoiding it? You know? And why, why, <laughs> why are you a motorcycle mechanic if you really like getting out of being a motorcycle mechanic? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the, you, oh, there's yeah. other jobs. You could probably go work in, like, the post office. There's jobs yeah. where getting out of shit is, like, the main thing you do. Right. You know, so, like but that you wouldn't think. Yeah, someone else who went to school and, like, you know, wants to learn the job, you know, get, let you them do it. it. Yeah. Let them do the job and, you know, but yeah, I hear you. Um, 
That's crazy. So, I guess we didn't really see. I didn't see anybody in COVID as far as like you know friends and stuff. I guess it was crazy. I mean, I guess some people would lucky. reach out and talk, but that's about it. You know. Yeah, like I said, I got lucky on the my situation there is with the motorcycles. You you usually know somebody who's working there, and even from Atlanta to Knoxville, I my buddy was the guy that was the the service manager, and I'm from there, so I had family. But right. um, I was able to meet up with some old friends, work with some old friends, and make new friends. Um, I didn't see none of the usual crew, though. I'll say that. None so your camper, crew. did you leave your camper up there? My camper's still at my aunt's house. My cousin, my cousin's supposed to buy it, but he might just get gifted it, because right now I don't have no way to get it. Dude, you could totally use my truck and just take it and go get it. Yeah. Go get it's it with my mine. truck. I have a tow package on it. I yeah, have a tow it's package. My, it's mine and it's there. And if I don't go get it and save it, then it go get it. It needs help. But it's been there for whew, eight or nine months. But it's sat there. My, my truck drives great, man. My truck yeah. is it's it totally make that drive. Nope. It has brand new tires. Brand new. Bridgestones. Like it would be nice to get go back get, or go get or your get shit. The, hey, man. Look, or get the G back from him. Dude was talking about Giving me a grand for it because it is. I mean, is it a collector thing? No, but it's all. It's a '72 model, and there's I people like that are still buying them. I mean, there's a guy get- in Knoxville that's that's all he's selling is campers and namely old ones. And I, he had stuff for sale that were like, um, oh lordy, airstreams with no windows, mm. no insides, no nothing, old ones, gutted, gutted because that's how he found them and cleaned it up. He gets everything out, and cleans them as best he can. It gets rid of anything because I think the glass is probably broken. But he was selling that thing for like two grand, twenty five hundred bucks, and it yeah, because well you got to buy it. it's all aluminum. If you buy it, it's not going to be rusty. Mainly, yeah, people people invest in it. Oh, they're awesome so, looking. I love them. I mean, those Justin airships look Cave, great. Justin Cave was helping a guy out of Gulf Shores who was also buying Airstreams because of the you know, most of all those old campers are aluminum skinned. They should all be. Um, but he was helping them turn them into little food truck things. Mm, there's a guy out here that deals them. There's, we got a dealer, like an Airstream dealer on um, Powder Springs Road, I guess, heading yeah. towards. Oh, a work. new one. A new one's going to run you, dude. But they're awesome. Oh, these are all refurbs. I mean, you could tell he's got, oh, okay. like, planners and shit in them. I mean, it's just a whole bunch of refurbs out there. Yeah, you can get a brand new one. Yeah. Drop that coin. Yeah, yeah they I'll get those out there. Like, and I don't know. I don't I'm sure, like with anything else, there's downfalls anything, but it looks like they were like 80s made, 70s, 80s, but some of those fiberglass little bubble ones mm. I'm talking about. Yeah. Tiny, but yeah, oh, I wouldn't mind having my tiny camper back. I like my pop-up. It's good. And like, I mean, it was, <clears throat> I mean, now it's made mostly out of Flex Seal, but I mean, it's still tight. <laughs> mine, too. mine too. It's still tight. <laughs> Flex seal. Hey, it damn, stays it's, on even when it's wet. Good. It's because those damn dogs, man. Yeah. <laughs> my dogs can't. My, my dogs couldn't stand with like they'd go in the camper and we'd go and spend time, you know, in the park or whatever, about the you know army park. Yeah. And then Hank would tear, try to tear down the damn. He would. He'd yeah. tear down the whole area. I had to make the whole thing again out of. Flick seal, pretty much. I mean, I think it looks good, though. It really does. So, like, it's, yeah, it's white flex seal tape. And then before the season, I'm going to go over it and spray paint it with white flex seal spray on top of it. Right now, it totally doesn't leak. 
but yeah. you could see the tape, but it's like real thick, you know? Um, and like all the windows that were like leaking, I redid them with uh, tie-dyed shower curtains. Nice. And I sewed them in. I sewed them in. So the, some windows don't open, but they just have like tied in, like tie-dyed like yeah, but walls it, that I've sewed the in. Lighting inside, awesome too. It does, and it looks cool on the outside too, because your windows, your two windows yeah. on the outside look tie-dyed. So yeah, my my camper's the kind of the shit, man. It doesn't have a bathroom, so my my wife hates going. But I mean, yeah, mine didn't either. And you know, the problem with my little one up there is it's. Six foot wide. Well, I'm six foot six, so I mean, I can't stretch out the bed. You know what I'm saying? I, I need something bigger. That's why I kind of shit. Did, my shit extends to twenty four feet, man. I should have sleep six people, man. It's great. Hell yeah, and two dogs, hell man. Yeah. Comfortable as hell. Now I don't have. I didn't have AC, but I got that one unit that I told you. I've got that symmetry to go now. Yeah. So I think this weekend I'm gonna move it out by the pool and do the mock camp out thing. I told you, you know. Just do yeah. like one night yeah. camp out in there, but yeah, man, I would I would love to either ride up there with you or let you borrow my truck. However, it's easiest, man. But don't let the fact that you don't have a towing truck get let you lose that thing, man. Because uh, yeah. you do, you got my towing truck. Yeah. And this well, is we're on we're on tape. My, if it wasn't at my aunt's house, I would be more worried. But you know what I'm saying? It ain't right. gonna go nowhere. They ain't gonna move it, <laughs> right? You still have that land to camp at? I do, and there's... Ah, sorry. Every question makes me laugh because my circumstances are hilarious. I have it, and... Before I moved to Tennessee two and a half years ago, there was yeah. a dude I was working with, and he needed a place to stay, and I have another camper up there. That same one you stayed in is up there. And uh, there's a dude that's staying in it. He's lived there like two or three years now. Oh, and, my God. Uh, <laughs> but the way I look at it, he's keeping the it's driveway that. keeping the driveway going, you know what I'm saying? I've tried to talk to him, and I suggested one time for him to leave, and then I was like, it's just going to be more trouble than it's worth. But if it came down to it, I would, I, he'd have to go. But I have That's so funny, there. though. So been. you own the camper, the land, and everything. You just don't even... It's just a guy that lives there. Me being nice, man. Does he have power? Generator. He has a generator. I guess solar. I don't know. I mean, he don't call me. I don't click rent. I mean, it's a, <laughs> the agreement is, hey, look, the agreement is, is I had still had, it's four acres. I had one acre cleared out where we were hanging out. Right. And I brought a lawnmower up there and I was like, I need you to keep all the shit I got mowed. It needs to be mowed. Keep it so I can always come up here and, and it's mowed. And then help me with the driveway. Help me make sure the driveway don't get fucked up. And if you maintain that, then you can stay here. And like I said, I was just gone. And, you know, before, when I first bought it, it was like four acres. It was like pasture. And right. all the trees grew up. And it, it was like so good <laughs> that I couldn't use none of it. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to lose the last acre that I'm mowed down. Right. So I can stay there. I don't know. I, you know, now that we're talking about it, I probably need to check on him. <laughs> He might not live there anymore. I don't fucking I mean, know. <laughs> you should probably check it out. Yeah. You should do I mean, so you had you have a camper up there. That's your camper though. Yeah, it's 19 foot tandem axle. I paid $400 for it. Um had a little bit yeah. of a dent in the top of the roof, but I'm, you know, hey, flex sealed it. No, I bought the real <laughs> shit, that laminate whatever plastic stuff. I just painted it like I'm, I painted the fuck out of it with that shit, dude. Yeah. I laid it on thick. Yeah. 
Um, and when I would go up there, I had I bought spent a little cash and I got those quiet generators that I have here. Oh, uh, okay. And it, it'll run. It's two stroke, but it runs on like a gallon for like twelve hours or something fucking crazy. Really? And it'll power air conditioner and a uh, refrigerator. It'll, it powers up the whole camper. So. Yeah, if I was to go, but I'm trying. We're trying to get back in this camping. We're gonna just go back to rustic. We're going back to tents for a little bit. Cause I, I still, even if I got my trailer, my camper, I wouldn't. I still don't have nothing to pull it that's reliable. That old Dodge truck is beat down, dude. It's got four hundred thousand miles on it. It's just wore out. Yeah, it's beat down. So I'm, I'm trying to. I use it. We use it for emergencies or not. Just around town is the big thing, you know. We ain't trying yeah. to go like we ain't trying to go to Atlanta or Chattanooga in it. Um, but it makes it to Kroger and back, you know. But if I can hold on to that for one more year or so, then I might indulge and buy something newish. A truck. Um, I either need a truck with four doors or a van. I really don't want a, I do not want a minivan. I'd rather have like, I don't know, you remember my dad used to have, not that real big giant one, but a smaller one with some windows. But not <laughs> right. a church bus. I don't want a church bus. Right. But, uh, yeah, something that's full size, I guess would be the best term. No yeah. minivans. No, what is it? What do they call Like The ones with like the captain seats and the, the big. Conversion. Van. Conversion van, yeah, yeah. I mean, or you know, custom conversion or whatever. Oh yeah, with the TV. My parents had one of them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but we had one oh, growing up. I would love to have something like that. Something <sighs> I'd plush. love to have that one. Yeah, it was so plush. I remember and then the back, my, like laid out. It was so nice. Oh yeah, a little bed. My nana had one, and it was um, it was a Dodge. I remember it was like four different colors of tan and brown. Uh, yeah, and it was yeah. It was like called the gold miner or something, man. I remember it had the little shovel and pickaxe. And I want to say like, <laughs> ours, mainly this way. But yeah, so much brown. Ours was a Chevy. Uh, ours was a Chevy, I'm pretty sure. And, and I, had, I think like, it even, I think it even had a pop-up thing on top. Really? Yeah. Some of them had a shell on there. Some of them were pop-up. I just remember the table you could move from front to back. It had yes. a little table with a drink holder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dude, yeah that was the when chain. it was facing the front, it was in between the driver and the passenger. That's right. Yeah, and it's like I mean, you didn't feel like you should be driving anything in this thing, you know? Like you had armrests and stuff, you know. If Tesla was smart; they'd look into something like that. You bring that out and have it looking good. Yeah, nobody would buy it. Nobody would buy it, but I, I would want one. Make it electric. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, that's whatever. That. That's funny. I mean, so. I told you I had some show prep 